0: Good evening, and welcome to the Relationship Game Changers Prayer Call. We love you. We bless you. My name is Kim Moore, and first and foremost, I want to thank each one of you for praying, for your texts, for calls, for emails, for uh, your gifts of, of money, just to all showing support just for as I was with my family last week as my mother Transition to be with the Lord. It was bittersweet in the sense that she had had two strokes. The second one just pretty much took her for a loop, and she never really fully came back after that one. Uh, but she told me when she was here for two months with with us that she was tired, and that was the recurring theme in her conversation, and that she was ready any time that the Lord would have her, she's ready and asked me one time to ask God to please take her since I have a good relationship with him. <laughs> I said, Mom, God your timing is in God's hands. And so we're just gonna wait and just enjoy the moments that we can in each other and it was really sweet when she was here. I learned things about my family my dad, their relationship that perhaps I would have never known, and so it just really was a great time. I also just believe your prayers and your love um, and the grace of God together really just um, carried me through this time uh, from the beginning of when my mom came, just right after COVID, uh, all the way up until she stayed with us till the end of May 1st of June, and then she moved with my father to the nursing home and was there a couple months uh, before before she left uh, and went on to be with the Lord. But I really believe it was your love, your prayers, the constancy of your love and care and prayers for me, for my family, and the grace of God that, that really, it has really been a supernatural experience. Yes, I've cried. Uh, yes, I have my moments but it has not been a debilitating experience. And perhaps that's because, you know, as believers, we don't mourn as the world because we know what the end is. And I know that I will see my mother again uh, in our glorified bodies. And I know that we'll recognize each other. And so I look forward to that. And in the meantime, I know she wouldn't have it any other way, but that we continue to do the work that we're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much uh, for all you are and all you have been, and your faithfulness on this line. We really appreciate you so much. I do, and I know Amy does. And if this is your first time on the Relationship Game Changers call, we welcome you and we bless you in the name of Jesus. We've been gathering each week for the past two, over two years, two years, two, over two years now, uh, praying for marriages and relationships. We believe that God's bringing about kingdom relationships, and kingdom relationships, they trump, you know, our gender. They trump denominations. They trump all of these external things that are used to divide us. Kingdom relationships trumps, or I should say overrides all of that or transcends all of that or pierces through all of that. And so in so much as that we are developing who we are as kingdom citizens, we ought to be able to go anywhere and relate with anyone, regardless of their race, nationality, economics. Why? Because we are relating from a kingdom perspective and not an earthly perspective. And I'll tell you what, once you really understand that, uh, it will change the way that you – filter and interpret information and make decisions in your life. And so uh, that's what we do here. We we pray, uh, I share a little bit, and then we pray the word spoken because we always want to give honor to God's word, the word that he is obligated to fulfill as our motives align with him and as our words come from him is his own word. He says heaven and earth will pass away but his word will remain, and he subjects him, his own being to his word. He subjects himself to his word. What a lesson in that. I wonder if we subject ourselves to our own word. That is what he delivered he first digested. And so I want to be like Jesus Moreover, I want Jesus to live fully and freely in me, that his testimony might become my testimony as we are brothers in Christ, in Jesus' name. So we love you. We bless you tonight. I don't know if you have – oh, by the way, we still are doing Jumping for Joy. I want to keep that hot up on the front burners. Uh, We are uh, continuing to proceed with that. We are – looking at kentucky i'm trying to work out the logistics for that again if you are in or within an hour's drive of a state capital that we have not been to and if you're not sure you can text amy at 678-754-0867 we just need one two a few people on the ground that we can connect with by zoom to enter the states, and it's important that we have people in the state who are residents of the state because you have jurisdiction in that state. And so when you are on the ground in that capital city, you give us permission to come in and declare the word. And that's what I love about God. He just doesn't bombard, at least not yet, doesn't bombard, but but honors the fact that he gave the earth to man. And so he works with us. And so as you are on the ground in your areas, we just don't want to bombard and just run into a state. We want to work with those who have authority in that state to open the door of that state that we can come in and declare the word of God. And so yes, if you're in a state near the state capitol within an hour's drive, um, we've had people drive two hours to accomplish this work. And so, but but I say if you're in an hour, you don't have to carry the prayer. We need you present. We need you to participate, but we primarily need someone on the ground willing to work with us. Through Zoom. So if that's you, text Amy and let's get these 50 states done in Jesus' name. Well, tonight, you know, there is a a, a word that I guess for the past couple weeks now, uh, I go to sleep with this word, I get up with this word. I seek this word, desire this in my life, and I know it can't be me because it's not simply me calling this word to mind, but it just rises in me and has done so for the past couple of weeks. And um, you know, I ask God, um, I ask God, you know, why is it that these three sessions to a breakthrough are so successful? And it comes back to this word. And so before I give you that word and we pray it, I just want to ask you a question. Have you ever been thirsty? I mean, like, really thirsty. I mean, like, you were so thirsty, you drank a soda just because it was liquid, but that soda didn't do anything for your thirst. Or, and, and so after the soda, you found some juice, and you were still so thirsty. It was hot outside. You were thirsty. And all you could find was juice laden with sugar. So you just drank that juice down. But that didn't quench your thirst. You were still thirsty. I mean, can, I, the Israelites were like that. I remember the, the Bible says, I believe it's in uh, Numbers 20, it says that there was no water for the community. And the people were so languishing for thirst that they gathered in opposition to Moses, began to blame him for their circumstances because they were thirsty. And at least they had water in Egypt. Um, but here they found themselves in an extreme state of thirst and they were complaining. To Moses and why he God would have them bring uh, them to this place, this wilderness. And um, Moses was, you know, had a sword. He was just like, "What am I supposed to do, God? <laughs> These are your people. What, what am I supposed to do?" And uh, we'll, we'll come back to that story. The point that I want you to get right there is that they were thirsty. And all of us, if we've walked with God any length of time, we've experienced thirst. And some of us have experienced extreme thirst for God and for the things of God and to hear God. I mean, we pray. We fasted. I mean, one time I fasted and I refused to eat solid food. I think I got as far as 40 days because I told God, I'm not eating another thing until you answer me. Really? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, like, like I can outlast God. But I think I got maybe to, to close to 40 days. And the only thing I got out of that was I lost a lot of weight. And I'm just like, God, you know, I'm I'm fasting for you. I'm praying. I'm declaring your word. And and he didn't answer me in the time of that fast. And I just thought, well, maybe I'm just, I'm not spiritual enough. Or, you know, maybe maybe he just, I'm doing something that's preventing him from speaking to me, even though I'm cleaning out my whole system. If I could hear it, I mean, after you, when you're fasting, boy, your ears get real sharp and keen to hear. And I wasn't hearing anything. And then, you know, several days later, he responded. But it wasn't in my time frame, and it wasn't in the manner that I thought he should answer me because, you know, I had an expect expectation. But I was hungry. I was so thirsty for God that I was willing to do what I would, wouldn't ordinarily do to have God involved in my life, to speak to me in a way that, That I could understand. And you know, when you get to that place of thirsty, sometimes you'll eat things and take in things that mm, may be harmful to you. They may look good, but they may be harmful to you. You can take in a lot of good words, good advice, you know, including scripture with them. They may be even acceptable. But they're yet not the perfect will of God because they didn't satisfy your thirst. And that's the, the key thing. I mean, there's a there are, there's a lot of information, a lot of words going forth right now, a lot of prophecy going forth right now. And we have to be keen to discern it. And so I want to share with you the words that, that I've been uh, meditating, waking up to, going to sleep to, asking God about. And it's this, the counsel of the Lord. In this hour, we don't need good counseling. See, counseling is, is basically guiding and giving, an, giving assistance or helping someone resolve or personal or psychological problems or just addressing difficulties in their life. There is psychological counseling, there's social counseling, and then there's the counsel of the Lord. The Bible calls Jesus a wonderful counselor. And what do counselors do? They counsel. And so we have to be very clear between and distinguish the counsel of the Lord and the wonderful counselor who works through people who may be involved in counseling, and the counseling of the world. And I don't think we always make that distinction. I think a lot of times we lump all counseling as is in worldly. But my Bible says that Jesus is the wonderful counselor, and one of the seven spirits of God is the spirit of the counsel and of the Lord and might. And I want to read that to you because this is so key right now. We just don't need good advice, guys. We just don't need a, a, a scripture that is just a generic scripture. We need the counsel of the Lord in our lives and in this nation, in our families. So Isaiah eleven two says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom. So what is resting upon this Jesus? The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. See, with the counsel of the Lord comes the might of the Lord or the ability to perform the counsel. Then it says the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. Then Proverbs 19 and 21 says, there are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord will stand. The wonderful counselor, the counsel of the Lord will stand. And I want to suggest to you today that we are suffering, many of us personally, many of us are languishing personally, I know that in some areas of my own life where I'm languishing for the counsel of the Lord. This nation is languishing for the counsel of the Lord. And maybe in an area of your life for your relationship, you are languishing for the counsel of the Lord. Psalm 33, 10 and 11 says this, the Lord frustrates the counsel of the nations; He restrains the purposes of the people. The Counsel of the Lord stands forever, the purposes of his heart, to all generations. So right there, we distinguish there is a counsel of man or the counsel of nations or human counseling or humanistic counseling or psychological counseling, which may have some good. It's just not the perfect will of God. It is not the counsel of the Lord. And then Ephesians one eleven says, In him also we have received an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his own will. So we have a great need to understand the counsel of of his will. And it's important because the will of God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It doesn't change. But the ways of God change. They change from Moses to Joshua. Moses had to put the staff and touch the water, and it parted the Red Sea. Joshua had to step into it. So the way of the Lord changes. The will of the Lord didn't. The water was to part and release them into freedom. But the way it was done was different. On one hand, in Acts uh, in Exodus 17, God told Moses to strike the rock and it would pour forth water. But in Numbers 20, he told him to speak to the rock. So the will of God was for the people to have water. The way of God and the way God brings about his purposes is changed. So we have to be understand the will and give freedom for the way. I often say, I often hear it, Uh, that we have to take God out of the box. God was never in the box. We were. So it's we need to come out the box. God is everywhere all the time, cannot be contained by man. He's not in a box. We are. And part of coming out of that box is understanding that there's the will of God and the way of God. So you can have the right will but be wrong in the way God wants to implement that will. And so the counsel of the Lord not only knows the will of God, but also understands the way of God because the counsel of the Lord inherent in the counsel of God is the wisdom of God, is the knowledge of God, is the omnipotence of God. And so even in this hour, as we talk about new wine and new wineskins and God is doing things differently. We have to be sensitive that his will hasn't changed, but how he's doing it, through whom he's doing it, is changing. There's a changing of the guards. And the counsel of the Lord uh, is important because it not only considers what God's intention is, but how he intends to manifest that intention and through whom he manifests it. That's that intention. It's interesting to me because as I started asking God about this, I said, God, how can I distinguish the counsel of the Lord from good advice or from uh, uh, a scripture that's been well memorized, tucked away, and used over and over again and just is just, you know, native to a particular person? How do I distinguish that from your counsel? Because the Bible says the word of the Lord is perfect for the converting of the soul. So how do I know it's the counsel of the Lord that's working to the conversion of my soul and the improvement or increase of my inter- my territory and my influence in the assignments that he gave me? And I love when God answers with his word because you can't argue with his word. She said the first way you're going to know that it's the counsel of the Lord and not the counsel of man or counseling or humanistic counseling is by its results. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which it is sent. And what he said to me is this, that the counsel of the Lord is based always in the word of the Lord, and that it brings forth bud. It will bring forth a bud in order that it can give seed to the sower of God and bread to the eater. So the counsel of the Lord will do two things. It's going to give you seed and it's going to give you bread. You're going to be able to eat off of it. It will change your life, but then it will become a seed that you can use to change other people's lives. And I was like, wow, God, just look for those two things that the counsel of the Lord is both seed and it's bread, then it seems to me we just have to be careful not to to eat the bread, but sow the seed. And sometimes that can be confusing in itself because when it all looks like bread, sometimes you just want to eat it. And I'll be the first to admit, sometimes I've made very bad mistakes because I've confused the seed with the bread. But the counsel of the Lord always contains bread for your need, but it also contains a seed that you might sow. It would be like, you know, I don't know about you, but I remember when my kids were young and we would go to church and it was time to give the offering. I would give my kids money to put in the offering. Was it their money? No. Did they have any money to give? No. But I wanted them to understand the same things that are given to us to eat off of, they also must, there's a portion of that that they also must sow. And so they'd run up and, you know, they loved it, you know, because it was just they're going to run up, they're going to get out of their seats for a few minutes, but they're going to run up and one daughter would just throw it in. But they were happy. You know, they were just happy. And so the point that I'm making is God, the counsel of the Lord, will give you bread, it should impact your life. But then once you've been impacted, then you must sow, because that's the other part of the word. We eat and then we sow, we eat to live, we don't live to eat. We eat because we have things to do and we need our body to work for us. And so the same thing is true with the counsel of the Lord. And that's why I said that the three days is effective and successful because people get immediate bread, but then they're also asked to sow that, and they sow that in other people's lives. So just yesterday I had this client, and she was referred to me by another client. And so I asked her, I said to her, I said, um, you were referred by so-and-so. What is it about them or her that made you want to do this? And this is what she said to me, because she was noticeably different. the, The anxiety that usually is with her was not there. There was a peace about her. When she talked to me, there was a peace about her. There was not a rush. So what I'm saying to you is this client, the first client received bread. She ate and she was changed. But not only that, she, her life, now became seed to the next person who said, I want that. So it's not like you have, see, when you eat, when you eat something, you don't have to decide whether it's going to come out of you. Your body is going to use that which is necessary, and it will eliminate or release everything else. And when you get full of the word of God, when you get full of, Full of the Holy Spirit, when you get full of the bread that God has designed for you for this season, you will eat what's necessary and you can't help but to seed it out in the relationships that you're in. That sounds like the scripture to me. We've been crucified to Christ, but nevertheless we live. It's not us, it's Christ in us that lives, and this life we now live, we live in surrender to Him. And so when we get Satisfied with the bread of life, we become the bread of life in the relationships that God has given us. Oh my gosh! And this last thing I want to share with you before I pray is this: the word "counsel" comes. It's a it's a it's a feminine form of a masculine word, and I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'll spell it. the The feminine form is E Y T S A H. That's the he the Hebrew. Um, Uh, meaning, a word for counsel, and the masculine is E-I-T-S, and it literally means a tree. So the counsel of the Lord, it's like it's giving guidance based on wisdom or God's perfect will. The counsel of the Lord is God's perfect will in a situation for you, but the word is a tree. So um the Israel, or if a Jewish person were reading the Bible or interpreting this, then the way they look at the council is is it's seen as a support to a community or to a person in the same way the trunk of the tree supports the branches and the leaves, and it's the trunk that contains the root system of the tree, oh my gosh, contains the root system of the tree that builds a trunk that can support, it adds support to a community, it adds support to a life, and it enables that tree to go bloom, blossom, and all those other kinds of things. So tonight I want to pray that you would receive the counsel of the Lord, that even when men and women are speaking to you, that God would tune you to the channel of his counsel, um, that he would cause your spirit to hear his voice, that when he speaks, the other thing I know about the counsel of the Lord it is the life of God, it is the living word of God it it comes alive in you it it just um I had a client a, a guy a male client today, and he was telling me i said i, I said, so after our calls he had, he had had some challenges in his life. He, but he said, you know, after I call, I feel lighter. It just feels like I get a a, a, like a breath of fresh air. That's the life of God. So when the counsel of the Lord comes, there is a life that gets imparted to you, a grace to do what you were unable to do, a grace to surrender to the perfect will of God. And so I want to pray today that, that we all, that thirst, that we receive the counsel of the Lord, the bread of life, that we can be seeded in the earth. We are the planting of the Lord. God plants us as seeds. And so, Father, tonight, we just come and, Lord, we just bow and surrender to your word. You said in Isaiah eleven two. 2, that the spirit of the Lord rests on Jesus, and we are in him. And so we declare tonight that your spirit rests on us tonight. Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding is resting upon each one on this call. The spirit of counsel and might, the ability to perform the counsel that you give us, God. Lord, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the willingness to obey you, Father God. Lord, we declare all of these things are resting on those on this call and that hereby replay, God, that the living God, that the life of God would be released even through your word tonight, God. We declare according to Proverbs 19 and 21 that many have been the plans in our heart, God, all of our ideas, our machinations, and our striving and our strategies, God, But you said, nevertheless the counsel of the Lord will stand. And so, Lord, we just lay down our ideas. We lay down our opinions. We lay down, God, our our strategies, our efforts, God, our hopes and our dreams, and we say, come, counsel of the Lord, instruct your servants, for we are listening. Father, we thank you, Father God. You told us not to lean to our own understanding, but trust in you with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, and you would direct our steps. It's the counsel of the Lord that directs our steps. You said the steps of a righteous man are ordered by you, and we rightly align ourselves with you tonight. Lord, we turn to you and we ask you, Father God, to forgive us, Lord, Lord, for striving and pressing in our own way, God, and according to our own intellect, Father God. The weapons that we use, Lord, even to our own detriment, God, turn them into plowshares that we might work with you and co labor with your Holy Spirit in the earth today, in our own lives in the lives of those we love, our families and our communities, our churches, and yes, God, even in this nation. Father God, according to Psalm 33, 10 and 11, you said that you frustrate the counsel of the nation and you restrain the purposes of the people. Lord, we give you permission to restrain any purpose, Lord, that we've set our mind to that does not reflect your glory, that does not reflect your perfect will, God. Lord, if you reveal it to us, we will renounce it in the name of Jesus. But our desire is to seek your, you and your kingdom and to walk uprightly before you. Our desire is to be holy because you are holy. And we declare according to Psalm 33 and 11 that the counsel of the Lord is stands from this moment forward in our lives. And, Lord, that we will cooperate with your counsel in so much as we understand it. Father God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for bringing a dividing line, a plumb line between humanistic counseling and human advice and the counsel of the Lord. Establish your purposes in our hearts again, O God. Reestablish your purposes in our hearts. Remind us of your counsel tonight, O God, even as we sleep on our bed, God. Lord, we ask you, Lord, that the counsel of the Lord would rise prominent in us, that we might reclaim, God, all that we have lost, Lord, due to our own ways and groveling and striving, God, in our own strength, Father. Lord, you said according to Ephesians 1.11, God, that we have received an inheritance, that we were predestined according to your purposes who works all things according to the counsel of your will. So, Father God, we invoke this scripture, we receive this scripture, we embrace this scripture, and we declare that all things that pertain to us are working together according to the counsel of your own will. Lord, we declare in the name of Jesus that as we receive the counsel of the Lord, like rain comes down and snow from heaven and does not return, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall your counsel be in our life. It will go forth from your mouth and even the mouth of your servants, God, but it will not return void, but it will accomplish that which you please, and it will prosper into the things that you have sent. It will indeed, God, give seed to the sower and bread to the eater in Jesus' name. Lord, we recognize tonight, God, that we have need of nourishment, God, and that your counsel provides nourishment, God. But your counsel also makes us a seed ready to be distributed in the earth and in our relationships, God. So, Lord, we just thank you today, God. We say splash upon us, God. Lord, like a huge wave, God, not like a sprinkle, but splash again, God. Cleanse us, God, by your holy word tonight, God. Lord, we just bless you and we thank you tonight. We give you glory and praise, O oh God. And I just want to conclude with this scripture in Job 29, 4 through 6. And it reads this way. It says, as I was in, this is Job, as I was in the prime, ripeness of my day, speaking to those that have some maturity about us, when the friendship and counsel of God were over my tent. Well, we know our tent is this body. And our tent is the temple. It's not just the tent, but it is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And Job is saying that God's friendship and the counsel of God were ever with him over, presiding over his tent. When the Almighty was yet with me and my children were about me, when my steps were washed with butter and the rock poured out streams of oil. That's my prayer and my blessing for you, that the rocks would release their water. Every rock contains water. That's crazy. It's kind of like an oxymoron. But if you look it up, rocks contain water. So, It wasn't so much a miracle that the rock produced water because rocks were in the water, and there's water in you, and God is tapping. God is speaking to you because he wants the water to come out to you because we live in a thirsty land. We live with thirsty souls begging, wanting the truth, oftentimes even now to their own hurt. They don't want to be coddled. They don't want to hear a greasy grace gospel. They want to hear the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and they're ready to be violent in order to take take back territory for the living God. Wow, wow, wow. The Bible says the counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding will draw it out. The counsel of the Lord and those to whom he's given his counsel, draw water from the rocks and from the heart, the depths of man, that they may live and not die and fulfill their purpose as God has ordained it before the foundation of the earth. Well, I love you. That's, that's what I have right now. Amy, if you want to add anything to that or if you see something, uh, certainly star six and chime in there and if not, um, let's see, where's my thing? Oh, there's my thing. Oh, okay, Amy just signaling me her phone quick, but her phone looks like it's on here. But anyway, we're good. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I am going to continue to seek the counsel of the Lord in my life. I want to hear. I want you to know the counsel of the Lord. The counsel of the Lord can change the trajectory of your life in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. That's the kind of authority we need to be able to walk in in this hour. And I just pray that as, as I seek, as you seek, that we'll be blessed with the counsel of the Lord. Well, I love you. I, I don't know why I I'm, I'm just sense that I, I need to do this, Um, or just, or maybe it's just me, I don't know, but I'm going to yield to it. If there's something that someone has that they would like to share again, we're not, uh, not a sermon, but if you have a word, a scripture, uh, a thought, um, then I want to open that up to you at this point in time. You'll just need to star six and give me your name, if that's you. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I guess all hearts and minds are, are quiet. Let me see. Let me see if I could find Amy here. Hello. There you go. Uh-huh. Oh yes.
1: And who am I speaking to? This is uh, I'm this is Grandma from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. I was oh. resting today in the Lord, and I when I when I woke up, the Lord kept telling me rotation, rotation. Could you explain to me what that means?
0: Say say it again. What did you hear?
1: I heard rotation. Kept saying rotation. That's what I heard.
0: This morning, prayer time. You hear? You heard rotation?
1: Yes, I did. I was yes, I was in the Lord all day long, uh, resting and uh, kaya bakaya bakaya. And I got rotation. You you just
0: heard the word. Well, let's do this. Let's pray. Um, let's pray, yes. um, because I, I don't I, I don't like to assume, and I believe that if, if God gave you that word, that he'll either share it with you or perhaps someone else has. Let me just pray, and just, we will ask God, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank yes. you and I praise you for the word rotation. Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to speak. Lord, that we might understand that that your daughter might understand the counsel of the Lord concerning this word. Father, we don't propose to know your will in this situation, nor your way. But what we do know is that we've been hosting your presence and that where two or three are gathered in your name, you are present with them. You also said if we ask anything in your name, you would hear us and you would answer us. And so, Father God, I thank you. And we just receive your understanding and your, your counsel concerning the word rotation. In Jesus' name, we receive it by faith, and we bless you for it. Amen. Amen. You
2: also saw the color aqua, yes? Yes. 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 I did get a, a picture for rotation with the aqua, and it's the rotation of the earth. Uh, signifying signifying time and space, the rotation the um, cadence of time and space right now the significance of making decisions in time but the color aqua that you saw it's like the um, or that you're seeing is time and space and the rotation of the earth and the seasons of the Lord so it's It's symbolizing the importance of timing, Mm -hmm. timing with time and space. Because in eternity, the eternal things we can bring down to earth in time and space. But as we're on the earth and as the earth is rotating, there is importance with what you're doing in time and space.
1: Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's, yes, it does. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank
2: you for, for sharing that word because that went hand in hand with aqua that you had mentioned mm-hmm. oh, is earlier. You me. right? mm-hmm. you on. Wow. Yeah. You thank
0: know, as, you as so Amy much. was speaking, the words that stand out to me were decisions, time, and space. There's a time and space to make decisions. And as you know, the rotation is constant moving, so there's not going to be a stopping to this process. It's kind of like sometimes we want to wait until we have the full picture before we take a step. But but what I heard and it's what I sense as they were talking is that things aren't going to slow down in this earth right now. If anything, they're going to accelerate, and we need the wisdom and the counsel of God to make decisions in the time that he provides for us to move into our into our destiny and the things
1: that he has has for us. Mm-hmm. I agree with that because that is exactly that. Thank you so much. I receive that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I I think that's for all of us. James, um, I um,
2: I also see um, footprints. Footprints in the sand that you're making an impact right now in space and time with something um I just see that like the the footprint of uh, footprint of when you walk um, that you're leaving an imprint. Mm.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. a word for all of us. Um honestly because you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I like to just let me just sit with this for a while and and just see what happens and and sometimes that is appropriate. Um I don't I'm not saying it's an all or nothing thing, but I also believe we're in a time where information is coming at us so quickly that we are having to make decisions um in the midst of things that we perhaps don't have the whole picture or story on, but we can do that with confidence when we receive it from the council of the Lord, and that's why I think the counsel of the Lord is so important in this hour, because we may not see all of the pieces on the ground, but we must walk, we must make decisions in order to advance the kingdom in our own lives and in the lives that He's given us
1: to influence. So, yeah,
0: praise God. Thank you for 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 saying. Thank you.
1: Thank you so Thank much, and I love you.
0: I pray for you. Amen, well God bless you, God bless you. Is there anyone else that that has something that they want to share before we um, before we end? Thats you you'll need to star six, and if all hearts are at peace, then we'll give the replay number. And um, we'll keep it moving. I bless you. I love you guys so much, so much. And I pray the peace of God upon you because when you're at peace, God is destroying the authority of the one causing chaos in our life. So amen. Well, let me give you the replay number for tonight. It's 605-475-4980. The access number is three four one, zero 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 pound, and the reference number for tonight's call is one seventeen pound one one seven pound. You can also get the replay on Spotify if you have the app through iTunes, or you can just download the app uh, Spotify. And if you'll punch in, I still haven't changed it yet and it'll come up under Marriage Reform with Kim Moore, and this will be listed as number 117. And I encourage you, if you have received bread, if you have received bread tonight, then I pray that God makes you seed and that you sow uh, into the lives of other people. And one of the ways you certainly can do that and keep up with us. It's through Relationship Game Changers, the private group. If you go to Relationship Game Changers, all three words, RelationshipGameChangers.com, you can get all the information there. We go live every Monday night and interact. And usually what we'll do is we will unpack uh, with something that we've heard in the week. And so we just break it down further with examples and and interact with the people on the line. So on actually on Facebook or Zoom, wherever we are. But you can get that information at relationshipgamechangers.com. And don't forget, if you're in or around a state that we've not been to, and if you don't know, text Amy. Hey, hey, have you guys been here? We've been to about 10 states now. We've been to about 10 states now. But if you're in a state that we've not been to, we would ask that you Help us by being the authority, the jurisdiction in your state and opening the door and giving us permission through Zoom to pray and declare kingdom marriage in your state. Amen? Well, we love you guys. We bless you in Jesus' name. Um, let's see. Next Tuesday, I will be 9-15. I'll be on... Um, uh, prayer call. We'll make sure that's posted. I'm going to be specifically talking about one aspect of kingdom marriage. Um, I've been asked to do that, um, and so if that's something you're interested in, I'm sure we'll get it posted on the page. You can look at the Facebook page, Relationship Game Changers. Like it if you have it. That's different from the private group, guys. So go ahead and just – and we'll put all that information up there, and you can follow along and see what we're doing. Well, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name, and we will see you guys next week. God bless you.